Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome to my podcast, Words of Life, where we discuss faith-based topics to encourage, empower, and uplift you to become the best version of who God called you to be. Now, have fun and listen to the episodes. Well, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Trisha's podcast, a new episode for you today. I am recording completely spontaneous and, in a way, live today because I'm recording straight from my phone uh, through the app that I use to actually publish my podcast every week. So, and that's due to the fact that I am not in the UK at the moment. I'm not in London as usual, but I am in Italy now. Back to the roots. I'm enjoying a beautiful vacation here. I haven't been here for a while. Uh, usually I come down to Sicily uh, every year, you know, uh, typically in the summer. But due to the pandemic, I haven't been here for almost two and a half years. And, you know, I'm so excited to be here now. I'm loving it, every single minute of it, seeing my family and everything. So, you know, it's just beautiful. The climate, everything is amazing. And I already had, you know, uh, time with my family and cousins uh, and all, all of that. So, and, you know, today I was thinking, okay, you know, what can I share with you? What can I, um, you know, record for you as an episode to encourage you? And uh, I just finished watching uh, this, uh, yeah, program that, was on a Italian TV, um, and it's basically the celebration of the family uh, from the Catholic, Christian Catholic uh, point of view, and uh, you know, you know, I'm originally Catholic because you know I was born and raised into a Catholic family, but then when I was, uh, you know, older, I think around 18, I started searching for myself. Um, you know, I dipped into different beliefs and faith and religions and, you know, just to find myself back to Christianity. Um, and, um, but I found my own way of Christianity and I uh, tapped into the evangelical slash Pentecostal movement of Christianity, which is definitely different from the Catholic one. <laughs> And um, if you know both, you will understand what I'm talking about. I'm not going to break this down now because I don't think this is the topic for today. But it does touch on that a little bit because, you know, having a fellowship with my cousins that are Catholic, but, you know, they live their Christian faith in a very strong and solid way. You know, they really believe in, in God. They really believe in Jesus and they really uh, try to live out the, the gospel of Christ and the word of God every day. And I can see it through the way they speak, they conduct their, their lives and the way they raise their family um, and the way they treat people, the way, the way they treat me, you know, and, you know, how welcoming and warm they were when I arrived uh, on Monday. So really, you know, seeing the Christian faith in practice even with, you know, small gestures, it doesn't even need to be big things, you know. So it can be the small things that you 
actually appreciate, you know, from being picked up from the station and then, you know, being invited to their place to have lunch together. You know, really, you think, well, that's family, you know, that, that should be normal. That should be like, you know, the minimum. And yeah, I agree with you. But at the same time, you know, I think they didn't have to do it. I mean, nobody forced them to do it. Nobody obligated them to do it. You know, um, it's, it's, it's a gesture that they chose to, to do. You know, it's something that, that they decided to do, uh, even though, you know, they were not obligated to do it. And I didn't ask for it. You know, I didn't uh, expect anything. <laughs> I didn't pretend anything. I didn't demand anything. So I really thought, you know what? Uh, you know, originally my uncle was meant to actually pick me up. But then, you know, he got sick a little bit. So his daughter, my cousin, just stepped in. You know, she just said, no problem, I'll pick her up. And uh, again, it's a five minutes thing. So it's not like, you know, <laughs> it, they had to split the, the world in two to do it. But you know what I mean? Like the willingness to be there and to serve others that's actually the attitude that every Christian and every human being actually should have towards our neighbor. But um, yeah, so what I wanted to talk about actually today is about the unity uh, in Christ throughout uh, the church and believers of different denominations. And this is something that God has been working in my heart on for a long, long time. You know, when I uh, really converted to the Christian faith with all of my heart and I really, you know, decided to follow Jesus and to be baptized as an adult, because obviously I was baptized as a baby because, you know, my parents were Catholic. But the Bible clearly speaks about being baptized as a conscious thing that you have to actually make your own decision. So and, you know, usually it's when you start thinking for yourself and that's you know, pretty early already as a child, you can already, as a baby, I guess you can already think, but you know what I mean? When you have this conscious, you know, uh, mind and you really can make decisions on your own. And, and that's what the Bible actually talks about, that you have to first believe and then the baptism kind of follows as an act of obedience. And obviously it has, it has its, its spiritual uh, effects and benefits, but it's also a, a declaration and manifestation of your faith to the visible and the invisible world. Uh, but anyway, you know, we don't talk about baptism today. <laughs> so um, basically, um, God, really, when, when, I, when I gave my life to him, I really uh, needed to shake off all that religious and Catholic stuff that I really never really liked or appreciated, I think. I, I never could find myself in the Catholic uh, church or beliefs. I never really could find my, my, myself and my identity in it. I, I really couldn't even see God in it. I couldn't really connect with the Catholic Christianity. But anyway, long story short, you know, after many years of working with the Lord, I really came to understand that, first of all, it's not about the denomination. And second of all, you know, God calls us to, uh, love, accept, and respect uh, any Christian, no matter what denomination they have. And obviously, we are called to universal love, which means that we have to actually love 
anybody, okay? We are called to be love, okay? Like God is love, we are called to be love and to actually walk in love and, and, and walk the walk of love with anyone, no matter if they are Christians or not, uh, if they believe in Jesus or not, we are actually meant to love them, period. And that is the greatest challenge and the greatest calling that anyone can actually have is to love and um, to really tolerate and accept anyone, but at the same time to share the gospel and share the truth of Jesus. And, uh, but to not, you know, press it on them or force it on them because that is not going to work. You know, God is a God of love. He is love and he is compassionate. He is merciful. He's tender. He's gentle. He's kind. Um, so, you know, love, compassion, and tenderness is the nature of God. I heard it today, you know, speaking, uh, better coming out of the mouth of the, the, the Pope of the Catholic Church, you know, which, you know, the current Pope, I must say, I'm really impressed by, and he's very different to all the, you know, former pope, Popes that I didn't really, uh, I think, appreciate as much as I appreciate him. And, um, the way he talks and the way he talks about God and the way he shares the gospel is really particular and very different, again, to uh, many other popes that have uh, been before him there in that position. But anyway, so the call to unity, the call to unity between believers, uh, particularly, and uh, to respect each other and love each other just as we are. And rather than fighting about the different theologies and convictions and beliefs about the, the Bible and Christianity and about the Lord Jesus and everything, you know, rather than doing that, you know, fighting and discussing all the time, uh, we should actually focus on what unifies us and what brings us together, which is the love of God, you know, and which is the teachings of Jesus that are very clear and very straightforward. I mean... There's not that much room of interpretation, I would say, because the speaking of, of Jesus usually, uh, you know, it's very straight and very clear. I mean, it doesn't really speak in all these mysterious, whatever type of style. I mean, I think Jesus is very, you know, simple and clear in his speech so uh, that anyone can really understand him. It's not that difficult, you know. And in fact, the gospel is a very simple message, you know, and you know, um, it's the only faith, because I don't like the word religion, I don't believe in religion, I believe in relationship, relationship to God. So uh, that's why I say faith. So the Christian faith is probably the only faith that, well, it is the only faith that it's not humans reaching out to God, but God reaching out to human. So it's, it's God coming down to humanity to connect and reconcile with them through Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross, rather than humanity sacrificing whatever to reach God, okay? That's the beauty of Christianity, that God reached down to us first so that we can be reconnected and reconciled with him. And uh, I'm going to try to um, read out to you a few scriptures that speak about unity. And um, yes, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. And it says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, 
in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there is or there there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. Beautiful verse. Read it for yourself again in your own translation. John 13, 35 says, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Very popular, beautiful verse. Philippians 2, 2 says, Then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one of mind. And 2 Corinthians 13, 11 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. I mean, I could go on and on. There are so many verses that speak about unity and the love of Christ and how to actually, you know, be practical about the love of God and how to live it out and share it and breathe it and ex- like ex- inhale and exhale God's love. I was about to say expire, but that's the wrong word, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Whatever. But um, inhale and exhale the love of God, yeah? So... But, you know, pay attention to that because you first have to receive, meaning inhale his love, to then, you know, exhale his love, uh, which is to give it back and give it out to others. So be united in Christ in every uh, circumstance, lifestyle and area and opportunity and circumstance. Just be Uh, the expression of the love of God with anyone that you encounter in your life. Uh, God bless you guys, and I see you soon. Thank you for joining and listening to my podcast today, Words of Life, where we discuss and talk about faith-based topics. Every episode is meant to encourage, empower, and uplift you and to become the best version of who God intended you to be. Please take your time and listen to my episodes, but also visit my blog where I write articles at least once a month on trishabritannia.blogspot.com. trishabritannia.blogspot.com. Thank you and have a lovely day.